0: This episode of Action Science Theatre is brought to you by Cheese. Cheese. Savory
1: fudge laced with mould. Yum. Sometimes in life your ears just glisten as they get an amazing chance to listen to audio offerings so great they can make you for work late. But don't worry if you miss out on the chance of a hug. You can always buy a t-shirt or a mug or leave us a comment or a review. We'd really like that too. Whether your name's Paula, Patrick or Peter, come and listen to Action Science Theatre.
2: And of course, that was the great Wigfield and her smash hit, Saturday Night. We were all doing the dance here in the studio, of course. And now, pray welcome, oh gentlefolk of the Shire, to today's Big Question. Big
3: Questions.
2: Now, before we get into today's discussion, I just wanted to clarify that yesterday, one of our big questions was, what is your favourite comedy stunt? That was comedy stunt. We had a few concerned emails yesterday. So, on to today's big question. Big questions. And there are, of course, a number of hot topics on the minds of our populace today. One word, bypass. Two words, new bypass. Three words, build new... Well, well, actually, this is going to take ages. The question is, do we need the proposed new bypass? It would take traffic away from the town centre, sure. But it would also take traffic away from the town centre. Upsides, downsides. We want your views no matter how informed. Big questions. (laughs) We've also had some great suggestions to the Big Question inbox on other topics to tackle. This is my favourite one for today. If you were stuck on a desert island, which famous boat would you want to come and rescue you? Your answers to that. And also, chess, harmless fun, or plaything of the devil. I look forward to your calls and emails on that.
3: Set your internet dials to danger as we bring you action. As we bring you science and as we bring you theatre with Action Science Theatre. And you know, if it keeps them kids off drugs, because we all know how much they like the drugs, then I'm all for it.
2: Uh, thanks, John. Some great views on chess. It's really nice to speak to someone who has such a strong view on board games of all kinds. Next up, we have Lynn in Krusty Hardwick. Go ahead, Lynn. Hello. Uh, yes, Lynn, you're on the air.
1: Hi, I am. OK.
2: Lynn, please go ahead with your comment.
1: Ah, yes. Uh, sorry. Hello, Terry.
2: Hi, Lynn.
1: Nice to speak to you.
2: What was your comment, Lynn?
1: So, I've been thinking about the new bypass.
2: OK, and what do you make of it?
1: Well, I have to say I'm not in favour at all.
2: And why is that?
1: Well, I just think it's the thin end of the wedge. Once you build a bypass, a major international airport is never far behind. And then a spaceport and all sorts. <laughs> is
2: that true, Lynn?
1: I don't know, but I think it is. Personally, I think the council's responsible for proving it should be dealt with.
2: You mean sacked?
1: No, no. Dealt with. The old-fashioned way. Belts and braces.
2: Oh, well, uh, well, thanks for your call, Lynn.
1: You're welcome. If you could just pass on their names and addresses.
2: Anyway, let's move on to our next caller. And, well, look who it is. It's our old friend, Dr. Stryker. What crackpot schemes have you been concocting this time?
3: Before we begin our little dance, I would like to say hello to your listeners, Terence. Go ahead. Hello, everyone. It is I, Dr. Ebenezer Stroyker, calling you from my secret laboratory.
2: It's not that secret, is it? It's signposted off the A216.
3: Silence! Your impertinence will stop immediately, for I have the power to destroy this town and several other surrounding villages, hamlets and other small settlements.
2: Oh yeah, and what is it this time? May I remind you that all of your other previous schemes have been foiled? What's so great about this one?
3: I have harnessed the power of magnetic reconnection.
2: Didn't you already do the thing with giant magnets? It didn't work out particularly well. I seem to remember that you ended up with a lot of the town's paper clips.
3: No, ignorant fool. This is different. How is it different? I'm not going to explain my evil plan to an ignoramus like you, Terence or your pathetically small number of listeners.
2: I'll have you know that we are the most popular radio station in at least four of the 17 coverage areas. People love this show and rely on it for both entertainment and information. (laughs) I'm even thinking of trademarking the phrase entomation.
3: Always lying in the gutter and gazing at the stars, hey, Terence?
2: I'm afraid you're not going to convince our listeners about the credibility of your threat without revealing more of your plans. The people have a right to know.
3: In time, Terence, in time. For now, I will leave you with this little thought. You can't bypass fate. (laughs) Oh, you see, I used one of your phone-in topics in my cool sign-off. You can only do that when you're as clever as me. (laughs) Goodbye. Well,
2: I don't know what you make of it, but I remain unconvinced. Do call in and let me know how you feel about our town being threatened. All thoughts welcomed. Now, it's time to go over to our own Lily Tilly with the traffic and travel. Thanks, Terry. Well, I'm afraid it's
4: the usual story on the roads this afternoon. And not a good story either. More like the predictable twist at the end of an M. Night Shyamalan film. Traffic is slow on the ring road, which reminds us all of our inevitable journey towards death. Stuck in the endless loop of our own existence. Work, eat, sleep. Work, eat, sleep. A lorry has overturned at the junction of Trucked Cumpet Road and Trotsky Tickle Avenue after the driver attempted to call just driving on one set of wheels, Trick. He almost pulled it off, too, but like all of us, sometimes in life we just miss. You don't make it, you don't achieve what you hoped, and you end up disappointing your parents. Isn't that right, Terry?
2: Sorry about that. Uh, uh, thanks, Lily. <coughs> Who do we have on the line now?
1: Hi Terry, Henry from Dullthrob here.
2: Ah, Henry. Our favourite phone-in show comedian.
1: Uh, That's right.
2: (laughs) And what do you have to contribute today?
1: Well Terry, I was just thinking about the bypass. Right. Uh, And I would tell the people planning it to leave town on the horse they
0: rode in
2: on. I see. And
0: as for the game of chess, it always leaves me a bit bored.
2: (laughs) Wow. That's great,
0: Henry. But I have one message for that evil Dr. Stroiker. If you're destroying the world, I'm oh, getting out of here.
2: <laughs> and that's all we have time for from Henry this week. Uh, as usual, we're getting our flood of email correspondence about him. I won't read any of it out. Especially this one. <laughs> but how would we get the octopus inside? Anyway, who else do we have on the line?
0: Terry, it's me, Mr. Hero Man. Ah,
2: Mr. Hero Man, I was wondering how long it would be before you came swooping in.
0: Always just in the nick of time. You know me, Terry. (laughs)
2: Ha (laughs) ha, indeed, Mr. Hero Man. Our own small-town superhero. So, I assume you were listening in to the latest threat from Dr. Stryker.
0: I was, and the people of this town have nothing to fear. I've been googling what he was talking about, and... Oh, stop, Stryker, like I always do, before he has a chance to put his dastardly plans into action.
2: Well, I'm sure our listeners will be delighted to hear that.
0: I'm heading to the laboratory now. I'll kindly ask any listeners in the area to step aside to avoid harm, or provide me with assistance as necessary.
2: And what kind of assistance could listeners give?
0: Well, unlike some of our town's shops, I still accept cheques, but cash donations are always preferred.
2: That's very understanding of you. I've been frustrated many times at how the news agents won't take a check when I really want a packet of crisps.
0: It's just one of the ways I'm a hero, Terry.
2: So true.
0: No, my boss is here. Speak to you later, Terry.
2: Thanks, Hero Man. Well, I think we can all agree that as long as Mr. Hero Man is in our town, we'll all be safe. Do call in with your favourite Mr. Hero Man stories. Make them up if you like. This show is all about great radio. And speaking of which, we have on the line our local police chief, Sergeant Clive Cuffs. Hello, Clive.
1: Hello, Terry.
2: And how can we help our boys in blue?
1: We were just listening to your conversation with the so-called Mr Hero Man. I I would like to advise him and all members of the public that it is the job of the police to stop and prevent criminal acts and not some vigilante in tights.
2: Now, Clive, I respect all officers of the law, but Mr Hero Man has saved the people of this town on numerous occasions. Perhaps if you spent less time eating donuts and listening to my show, and more time on the streets, we wouldn't need him. I thought
1: your attitude oddly aggressive for a man who has three parking tickets. Sorry, four parking tickets currently registered to his vehicle.
2: I don't have any. Wait, I can see what you're doing. This is police corruption.
1: And now one for speeding as well, it seems. Mr. Hero Man is a danger to himself and others and should be stopped.
2: You're just annoyed you can't work out his secret identity.
1: He runs around in tights with a cape. He's not the hardest man to track down. He was in Steve's Fast Eats just now trying to get some free chips. You can't put your faith in a man who sends a hat round after stopping a crime.
2: There's nothing wrong with a bit of free enterprise. I'm cutting off this call, listeners. Don't be pressured by the police. If you want to help Mr. Hero Man, do. You shouldn't feel intimidated by a bunch of overzealous bullies in blue. I'm still here. Ah, uh, what does this button do?
1: And even if I wasn't, we're listening to your
2: show. Uh, perhaps a donation to the Police Benevolent Fund would be appropriate.
1: A very sizable one. And some donuts.
2: Thank you, Sergeant Cuffs. A pleasure. Thank you. After all the excitement, how about an update on the traffic and travel? Lily. Chin-chin,
4: Terry. We've had an email from Barry in Lower Crudthatch. He says he, too, understands what it feels like to try and achieve big things in life and end up a failure. Do you ever look into the abyss and feel the abyss looks into you? asks Barry. And he adds, There's been a long queue outside the recently closed ice rink as bar owners swoop in to claim the unwanted free ice. Thanks for your email, Barry. I like your style. How about a drink sometime? Write back in with your phone number and waist measurements. Now we'll see where it goes from
2: there. Back to you, Terry. Thanks, Lily. Roger in Great Mulch. Hello there, Roger.
3: Oi, Terry. I can tell you which boat I wouldn't like to be rescued by. Oh,
2: yes, from the desert island. Which one, Roger?
3: The Titanic. Uh
2: yes. That would be unfortunate if it then sank. Uh, but would it sink? You're in a tropical waters. How would it hit an iceberg?
3: Pro-Titanic propaganda from straight controlled media. Good boy!
2: Right, er, uh, thank you, Roger. And excitingly, it looks like we've got Dr. Stryker back on the line.
3: Hello, Terrence. Nice to have you back.
2: I assume you're calling to surrender now that Mr. Heroman is on your case.
3: On the contrary. That money-grabbing pipsqueak was totally fooled by my hey, look over there and running away routine. I am a master at it.
2: Then what can we do for you, Dr. Stryker?
3: I want to reveal more of my plan. I don't see the point in doing it unless more people know about it. Something you clearly don't care about with your radio show.
2: I am sitting here literally staring straight at our three bronze local radio awards in the categories of Best Traffic and Travel Updates, Best Jingle and Best Weather Moment. And I'm laughing. That's right, laughing.
3: We all are, Terry. We all are.
2: So what can you tell us?
3: Here comes the science. In the universe, magnetic lines of force cross, cancel, reconnect and bang. All the time. Magnetic energy is unleashed, with charged particles flying off near the speed of light.
2: Thanks for the science lesson, but we're not all brainiac boffins with glasses and high heels. Dumb it down for us.
3: I can't dumb it down that much without a frontal lobotomy. But I will try. Magnetic forces reconnect and bang. Energy... Energy make Big Bang go boom. End of town. End of radio show.
2: You monster! How could anyone try to end local radio? What do you want to stop this?
3: More craft work and less you 2 would be a good start. And a billion dollars.
2: The town doesn't have a billion dollars. They just had to get rid of all of the books in the library where the author's name started with P.
3: Someone needs to pay up. I don't care who... You'll be hearing from me at boom time. You have five minutes.
2: Just hold that five minutes. It's time for the news. Thanks, Terry. This is the latest news and sport from our global mega news hub. Wait a minute. Global mega news hub? Isn't it just you and a laptop? Mainly, but I have a map of the world on the wall. And that makes it a global mega news hub? Yes. Says who? Says... The Global Mega News Hub Association. I have a certificate from them. Really? Yes. Show me. What? Show me the certificate. I can't show you. I'm in the Global Mega News Hub in another studio. You're next door. I can see you through the glass. Um... Hold up the certificate to the glass. Show it to me. I... I don't have it right now. It's not real, is it, Howie? It is. It's, um... No, it isn't. It's not real. There's no such thing as the Global Mega News Hub, is there? There is. No, there isn't, Harry. Don't lie to our listeners. Tell the truth, come on. Okay. Say it. Say what? Say there is no Global Mega News Hub and apologise to the listeners. But I... Say it.
4: There is no Global Mega News Hub. And? And I'm sorry. Thank you.
2: Was that so hard? No. Get on with your news then, Howie.
4: Right. And here are the headlines. Local evil genius Dr. Striker has once again been making threats about destroying the world. This would be his third such shenanigan in the last year. When asked for their views local pensioners said he should do it or shut up and go back where he came from. You wouldn't have had this back in my day. You could leave your house unlocked because this was all fields. There has been a huge rise in incidents of local bins being left outside the wrong house. Local councillor Jim Jimson has accused local waste operatives of being lazy. However, the head of the local waste collection agency, Junk Gone, has blamed the incident on mischievous pets. All you need is a couple of cats with an attitude problem, and suddenly you have a reason to throw tea at a passerby, he said. Sport now, and it was another disastrous result for our local football team this weekend. Shortly after kickoff, all 11 players were sent off for unsportsmanlike conduct. Manager Ted Nasty said he regretted nothing about his side's physical approach. And if we had a problem with it, he would be happy to take it outside and sort it out once and for all. And lastly, the weather brought to you by Carry Off Umbrellas. It's going to be wet, wet, wet. Back to you, Terry
2: have my eye on you, Howie. Just remember that. Now, can we have our favourite caller back?
0: Only if I'm your favourite caller.
2: Of course you are. Welcome back, Mr Hero Man. How goes your pursuit of the menace, Dr Striker?
0: I almost had him that one time. He's a slippery one. There wasn't anything where he said to look. But I'm not giving up. I have a new foolproof plan to stop him seconds before he destroys the town.
2: If you don't mind me saying so, that sounds a bit risky.
0: I do mind you saying so. This is the beauty of it. Think of the drama, the excitement, the money people will throw at me.
2: Well, if you think that's best, you are a professional.
0: I do, and I'm not. Now, if you'll excuse me, I can see a 20-pence coin in the gutter. Speak soon!
2: Things are really hotting up in the streets. Let's go back to the phone lines. Carl is in fiddly-tiddle. What have you got to say for yourself, Carl?
1: I just think it's violent and unnecessary. It's really outrageous. I won't put up with it.
2: Are you talking about the battle of good and evil on our streets?
1: No, man. Chess. All that porn takes night's business. Tiny horses jumping around. It's like a war. Anyway, saw it
2: out. Uh, thanks, Carl. I understand that the police are back on the line. And I don't mean it's time for Roxanne. Is that Sergeant Cuffs?
1: You've got to put on the red light. Oh, I love that song, Terry.
2: Good to hear. You can always request it on my drive-time show. It's one of the records we have.
1: I will, Terry. Mark my words.
2: So what's happening out there?
1: It looks like Dr. Stroger is planning his final stand.
2: How can you tell?
1: He's gone into an abandoned warehouse. He was carrying a lot of weapons. He was yelling that we should come and get him if we dared. These are all classic signs of a final stand from my many years of experience.
2: Is Mr. Hero Man anywhere to be seen?
1: Someone matching his description was seen in the area just moments ago. It's all setting up for a big set piece. Me and the rest of the lads are settling in with some donuts.
2: And right in time for the end of the show. How tremendously convenient! This could get us another radio award. Indeed so. Thank you for the update, Sergeant Cuffs.
1: You're welcome. Pardon me, but I must just go and set up a cordon around the perimeter. It's just like the movies.
2: Time for another travel update from the lovely Lily. Hasta la vista, Terry.
4: We've just had a call from a millionaire businessman in a helicopter. He says he has a lot of money and that makes him better than us. He then laughed and hung up. A lot of fun for him, but not much help for all of us who are out there sucking up the misery of our country's overloaded road network. In my view, the only solution is zombies, and a lot of them. There are some major delays on the A321, as some traffic lights have become sentient and are trying to begin their reign of terror by annexing the town's roundabouts.
2: More on that story as it develops. Are you still a virgin, Terry? ha! <coughs> that um, Lily, eh? Such a comedian. I have, of course, felt the touch of a woman. I wouldn't be much of a broadcaster if I hadn't. Now, back to the phones. We have Steve from Steve's Fast Eats in the town centre. What have you got to say, Steve?
1: Yeah, hello. I've got an order for a large pepperoni pizza, a large chicken kebab and a portion of chicken wings.
2: Ah, this again. Yep, Steve, uh, we've spoken about this before. Some comedian keeps ordering with our phone-in number. We didn't order anything.
1: So you don't want it now? You can't just order a load of food and then change your mind. I've made it now.
2: Steve, we didn't order it. It's a joke. Some sick and disturbed individual thinks it's funny. I know it's inconvenient, but we don't want your greasy offerings.
1: Greasy? Our food isn't greasy. We've got loads of satisfied customers. You come in here every night to get some fried chicken.
2: I do, Steve, and it's very satisfying. OK, as a gesture of goodwill, deliver the food to the studio and we'll pay for it this once. But we're not doing this again. Thanks, man. Do you want chili sauce on the kebab? Yes, and can we have some chips with that too, please? Of course he can. Speak later, big lad! Yeah, cheers, Steve. I, I don't know why he calls me Big Lad. Anyone who has seen the photo of me in the latest edition of the Parish Newsletter will know this doesn't match reality. So, the excitement is palpable. We have Mr. Hero Man back on the phone. Mr. Hero Man, are you close to where Dr. Stroiker is holding up?
0: I am, Terry. And he's got no chance. I have infiltrated the air conditioning system and I'm carefully hidden above him. He doesn't even know I'm here.
3: Hero Man? I can hear you. Come out of there at once.
0: Ah, things are taking a bit of a turn.
2: Uh, So I can hear. Uh, Mr. Hero Man, are you alright?
0: I think so. I can... Ah!
2: (laughs) Mr. Hero Man? Mr. Hero Man? Uh, Are are you okay?
3: Hello, Terence.
2: Stryker, what have you done with Hero Man?
3: Well, let's just say I blew apart the air conditioning and he's fallen to the floor. Because that's what happened.
2: No, you'll never get away with this.
3: Too late. Not so fast, Stryker. What are you doing? Stop! What's happening? He swallowed my detonation key. You ridiculous buffoon. We are going to the toilet and we're going to stay there until that comes out. However long it takes. Police! Nobody move! Oh, for goodness sake, can't I ever catch a break? I mean, I am so very clever, and yet all my plans are thwarted by the people of this awful town swallowing things.
2: That's right. This is what happens when you mess with us.
3: I only moved here because the estate agent said it was a town with potential. My house hasn't gained value in months. I'll be back, Terence. You wait and see.
2: After all that, I think it's time for one last lot of travel. Kinky-winky, Dipsy, La-La and Poe to you too, Terry.
4: We've had no updates from the public at all since my last update. I want you all to know that I hate you. I hate you with passion and vigour. I can't believe I get out of bed every morning and make myself look fabulous just to be ignored by you. You bunch of half-witted ingrates. You know that every time I read out an update in a sympathetic tone in my voice, I don't really have any sympathy. I'm faking it. Yeah, that's right. Listen to how easy it is. And there have been delays on the A7823 due to an overturned horse. See, I just don't care about you. Oh, and before I forget, there is actually an overturned horse on the A7823. But hey,
2: what can you do? Back to you, Cheeky Chops. Thanks, Lily. Is there a lesson in today's show? I think there is. Sometimes we all have to pitch in to look after each other. Life can be a complex thing, and when it comes down to it, we're all trying to make it through. Thanks for all your calls, emails, or just for listening. Take care, and I'll leave you with Agadoo by Black Lace.
3: Starring in Radio Blah Blah were Brian McEnwell's Mike McDonald, Matt Kirk, Dave Robertson, and Dan Bond. Written by Dan Bond and Brian McEnwell's Produced by Dan Booth For more Action Science Theatre including t-shirts and mugs go to actionsciencetheatre.com